Take charge of your thoughts. Take charge of your life. Psychologist, author, speaker, musician, former professor, and the host of Love and Life, Dr. Karen Anderson Averill. Welcome to Love and Life. I'm Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. Words are powerful. The words we say to others, the words others say to us, the words in our environment. It's why we follow inspiring accounts on Instagram and elsewhere. Because sometimes it's that one phrase, that bit of encouragement, or that motivational quote reminding us we can make it through the dark days and we can find our joy again. We've got what it takes. Because there will be dark days. They're part of life. We can't avoid pain, but we can dig deep. We can persevere. As Tracy Janowitz puts it, life is sweaty. Work it out. Tracy created her apparel line, Sweaty Swag, in the wake of grief and struggle. She embodies everything her brand stands for. Sweat, the physical and emotional feeling that drips deep into your soul. And swag, how to deal with those sweaty moments and still have a thirst and desire to quench it. In 2017, Tracy physically challenged herself by competing in a half Ironman. She started Sweaty Swag the very next week. Tracy had a story to tell, and she decided that clothing was her vehicle to share her message. Tracy, welcome to the program. Well, hello there, Dr. Karen. Thanks for having me. I have a series, an occasional series, and you are now the third person to hop on and talk about women making it happen in their careers. And your story is one where you've basically created something that didn't exist before, and I'm guessing you had a a former life in a former career and then decided that actually you wanted to get sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. Yeah. So yeah, let us know. What, how did this all happen? And, and what's the mission and the passion and the message and, and the inspiration? Yeah, laid on us. Awesome. How much time we have? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so before I um, married and met or met and married my husband, I worked for Nordstrom for uh, 10 years. So I've always been in that sales background. I managed uh, the juniors department uh, of Nordstrom for uh, almost all of my time. And so I met my husband and got engaged Uh, six months later. We got married. I got pregnant on my honeymoon. Uh, We bought a house, had a baby, turned 30, opened a business all in the same year. And so it was a a lot to handle at once. And these are really amazing things that were happening in my life to that point. You know, turning 30 uh, was a big deal. It was uh, a lot with identity. I became a single woman to now being a married woman with a different last name. So that was a new identity. I became a mother, you know, a little sooner than I had in the plan, right? A little sooner than I had thought. And during that same year, when all these really amazing things were going on, I found out that my mom was diagnosed with lung cancer. 
So mm-hmm. I had that dealing with my my mother, and we had just been married. We had uh, little to no money to our our names. We had just uh, launched a business. We opened a gym. My husband's a professional MMA fighter, and uh, we opened a boxing gym. I think if we would have known more, and we were, uh, I think we went in blind and we were ignorant. Uh, I think we'd have, if we would have known more, we would have never have gone into business for ourselves. So we lived the American dream. We maxed out our credit cards. We we kind of have the, that story of just putting everything out on the on the table and, and just kind of seeing where life takes us. And you know, the, the my mom being sick and getting diagnosed with lung cancer obviously was not in our plan at all. And we had one car. We had a newborn baby. Um, my mom ended up it had she had brain cancer as well. So she had to go in for brain surgery almost you know, a week or two finding out she had lung cancer. Um, so here I am, not a lot of support around us in the area. I didn't have a big family to, to lean on. And so we had one car, a brand new business. I'm a new mom, so I'm dealing with hormones and everything there. And um, long story short, to fast forward, uh, I lost my mom six months later. So mm. it was just, but life doesn't stop. And for me, I think that's where sweaty swag really, really started to develop. And I didn't know it yet. Mm-hmm. And so here I was. And, um, you know, my mom was my best friend. She was always the one I would lean on. She was always the one that would tell me everything's going to be okay. And I immediately lost that. And I immediately lost about a lot of who I was. And, you know, I could have easily become a victim to that. And I think that's where I started to begin to learn. And I experienced life differently. I had to change my perspective after losing a person that meant so much to me. And I just had to learn how to kind of get through my sweat. And that to me was what I call in my brand, like that big sweaty moment. And, you know, this brand encapsulates all of it, the really big sweat, the really hairy stuff, the things that we don't know that you're going to get through and how you're going to break through, but you do get through it. And so I can stand here with you today and talk about my past and say, you know, that was a really terrible time in my life. But if that didn't happen the way it happened, I wouldn't be where I am now. And so my mom still lives and breathes and a lot of the brand and why I do what I do. And um, we do a lot with kindness on the 21st. And that is um, personally inspired by my mother's birthday. And it's my way to honor her every month and to, you know, just show and empower other women and maybe men that, um, you know, I can choose to take a really bad situation and I can be a victim to that, or I can choose to live through that and break through that and use that to power me into some of my greatest successes. And, and, uh, yeah, so that's kind of a little bit of the backstory of, of how sweaty swag, um, was developed. And then it's the tagline life is sweaty, work it out where that you have that immediate connection to the brand. I love the tagline. I love the the name Sweaty Swag is adorable, but also, <laughs> and very memorable for sure. But also I love the tagline, life is sweaty, work it out. Because it's not if something bad's going to happen, it's when. And then mm-hmm. it's going to be, how are you going to navigate your way through it? Are you going to, as you noted, become a victim and then spend the rest of your life? Well, that wasn't right. That shouldn't have happened to me. That's unfair. That is a choice. And certainly people are free to make that choice. But what you're suggesting and what my podcast suggests is that there's so much more empowerment in taking charge by recognizing that life is full of emotions and we can decide what we do 
with those emotions, how we respond to those events that were undesirable, but we do have that power to make a choice for ourselves, which then has a ripple effect to others. Absolutely. You hit it right on the head. And I, and I think this brand isn't about perfection. It's, it's not even about the idea of being perfect. It's about being sweaty. It's about falling. It's about failing. It's about being defeated. And it's about how we come through that. Because I think about when I meet somebody brand new, um, and I think that was something on your blog or something I read, or somebody asked you, um, what's your story? And so think about the stories we share. And they're usually the ones that we come out and it's battling adversity and how we get through it. And at the time we're in it, you don't want to face it or even maybe even get out of bed in the morning, but you get through and you survive. And on some days, it's just about surviving. It's about waking up and walking out the door. You know, sometimes that, that's what your sweat is. It's about waking up. It's that idea that we all want. Of course, we would all love this life. We just stroll through the daisies and everything's perfect. And But yeah, sometimes the sweat of just putting one foot in front of the other because you have had that cancer diagnosis or you have had that divorce or something that has just been, just has rocked your world, pulled the rug out from under you. Sometimes it's just putting one foot in front of the other and that's a win. And we need Mm -hmm. to recognize that and we need to be okay with that. We need to be okay with this season of my life. I'm good with my sweat right now is just to keep putting that foot in front of the other because I'm trying to deal so desperately with all these other emotions that I'm just trying to kick my butt. And then to recognize, but it's a season. It's not going to be like that for forever. Because when you start working, whether it's your body, of course, that has physiological benefits for your mood as well. We know that. That's clearly established in the research. And also working your mind to remind yourself that the choice of how you're going to respond to this for the rest of your life, is it, this moment is not for forever, which is what's hard. And I'm sure you as a parent, you see this with adolescents. We really struggle as psychologists because their brains are forming, they're developing to the extent that they can perceive the world in a way they never could before. And they experience Mm -hmm. emotions to a depth that they never experienced before. So when that 16-year-old gets his heart broken because the girl broke up with him right before prom, he's never felt that devastated ever. And so he doesn't understand it's just a season. Like, you'll get through this and you will love even more deeply. There is a life after this. And that's what's so troubling is that when we fail to recognize, see our own big picture, we really struggle and we can get that myopic perspective, which is not helpful for us at all. Absolutely. And uh, a big part of my why too, you know, I really, because of my, my daughter, you know, I want my kids, especially to see me. Uh, I want them to see me sweat. I want them to see me fall. I want them to see me fail. And I want them to develop those coping skills when they're six and nine. So they can do it a little easier when they're 16 and 18. And that's really important because well, I'm reading this book called the coddling of the American mind. And it is amazing. I highly recommend it for any parent, educator, coach, anyone who's working with young people right now, because what we're seeing is like you were talking about, there's been a tendency to, instead of preparing the child for the road, we prepare the road for the child. Mm -hmm. When we prepare the child for the road, we are trying to do our best as parents to instill coping mechanisms, coping strategies. Because really, again, like I said, it's not if, it's when life is going to kick your butt. And then what kind of resilience do you have in place? Because you have those coping mechanisms, those coping strategies in place. And I'm sure one of the ones that you would emphasize would be to stay active 
active, to take advantage mm-hmm. of the natural endorphin rush that you get by being sweaty, that in mm-hmm. the midst of a sweaty season where you're feeling so down and out by moving your body. I had a, a psychologist from the UK on and his whole mission is to get people who are depressed and anxious to just even take walks, just to mm-hmm. move your move your body to mend your mind. And that movement is medicine. And those are those coping mechanisms that we can pull out during those tough times. And so I I love that you have a heart for kids as well. Now, so when it comes to the swag itself, do you have, Mm -hmm. is, are there workout gear for the women and then also men and then also kids as well or? Yeah. So it's a women's brand. So it's, uh, inspired by the everyday woman. However, I have a lot of, um, teens and tweens uh, that wear the clothing as well. So it's just everyday apparel. And because I sweat for a living, uh, a lot of it leans towards things you can wear to to sweat and to work out in. It's about sweating uh, emotionally as well. It's so great connecting with all of you via the podcast, and I would love to meet you IRL. If your organization is looking for a speaker for your next event, check out my website, go to the speaking page, and see the content that I love to talk about. Just like on the podcast, in my speeches, I cover a wide array of topics grounded in psych research, of course. I'd love to meet you and share strategies for thriving in all realms of love and life with you and your organization. I cannot recommend Dr. Karen enough as your speaker at your event. As my keynote speaker, she completely set the tone of compassion, self-love, and authenticity that bled into everything we did for the rest of the event. She was incredibly prepared and present and went above and beyond when it came to sharing the event with her audience. Her knowledge, magnetic energy, and expertise while on stage is one thing. It will be everything you'd hope for and more for your audience. But her giving spirit and willingness to do more than simply show up when it's time to go on is icing on the cake. She walks her talk, and by the end of working with her, I was wishing she lived down the block from me for weekly meetups. For more information and to book me to speak at your next event, contact my producer, Tim May, tim at loveandlifemedia.com. So mm-hmm. you worked for Nordstrom. When did the swag come about? So Sweaty Swag, officially, I um, launched it October. It'll be, it's uh, just a little over three years. And so if I've known anything from running our own business, it was just about kind of starting small, but I just needed to create something and see if people kind of liked it and test it out. So uh, my very first uh, obstacle was actually launching the line itself. And so I invited people that I knew that if something were to like, I guess, disastrous happen, like worst case scenario, my clothes fall apart, right? I knew that they wouldn't hop on, like, uh, write a review and say that this is a terrible brand, you know, because it was a good chance I knew them and I had some kind of connection to them. So I launched the line. I had 100 people show up uh, from our gym and just they brought a friend. And uh, I ended up launching it. The women loved it. And I sold $10,000 the first, first night. Nobody knew about it, nothing. It was just they came because they knew me and um, they saw my enthusiasm towards it and they wanted to support support me personally. And so that was when I worked with a manufacturer here locally where I went in and I said, I have, I want to design 10 pieces and I, I have an uh, athleisure line and it's got to be everyday apparel. And this is my inspiration piece. And we designed 10 pieces and I spent more money than uh, I had budgeted myself for. And so one of the biggest things that could have happened to me 
that just totally could have broke me was it said my clothes could have fell apart. So the next morning I, I started getting a couple of messages and they're like, Tracy, you know, oh my gosh, it's amazing what you're doing. Um, so I hate to be the one to say this, but I bought a pair of the leggings and the seam busted. So my top selling leggings and my top selling shirt, the seams were stitched incorrectly. And I had about like a dozen or more that were popping. Okay. And so to me, that was just detrimental. It just, I, personally, I, I had this amazing night. I was on a high. I was like, oh my gosh, maybe this concept's going to work. I can sell this. And then, I mean, it wasn't my fault and the manufacturer corrected it and it was fine, but it kind of left that in my head of, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm a failure before I even, even started something. And just talking about mindset, you talk about that a lot. Um, I am by nature, I'm very positive. If you were to meet me, Karen, you would think I am the happiest person. I have really good energy. I um, can get in front of hundreds of people and give a speech and, and I can bring that energy. But by nature, I am a self-talk. I just tear myself apart. I'm a very negative self-talker to myself. Um, but I'm not a negative person, if that makes sense. I don't know. You can yeah. probably help me out where you are, uh, <laughs> psychologist. But so for me, a hundred great things can happen and I will focus on the one bad thing that happened. And so that is what happened. I said, all these amazing things happened when I launched the line. And then that one disastrous thing for me was, oh my gosh, my clothes fell apart. And so kind of stopped me for the, like the next month or two, it really stopped me. And then, you know, I just really lived the brand. And so I, I, I fell back on that tagline and I said, no, I'm not going to quit this. I, I have a million ideas and I've quit lots of things in my life, but I will not quit this. And for me, I just feel like this is my purpose in life. This is my passion. It is, you know, my vehicle is clothing because I went to school for fashion merchandising as well. So I understand that background and how to merchandise it. And, you know, but I constantly always need that tag for me to keep going, to keep sweating that. And that's what this brand means to me. Just keep going after whatever it is that you feel your purpose and, and passion is in this life. Well, I think it's really inspiring. Life is always presenting us with these sorts of opportunities to either to cower, to say, I don't think I can handle that. Or look, I my clothes, the worst thing that could possibly happen, the clothes started falling apart the next day, people purchased it, that's it, shut it down, forget it. Mm -hmm. I'm a failure, right? So we always have that opportunity to go, okay, am I going to look at this as defeat and, and disaster and there's absolutely no hope going forward? Or do we go, hey, that was just part of the sweaty part. It was sweaty and now I'm going to work it out. So I think your tagline is something that people can take away with them and really lean into during those rough times. Sweat and swag, right? I'm getting back to the physical sweat. It's so much a part of what I do. And when I, when I, whether I'm just taking a boxing class or I go for a run or I do a race, it's just something that I did. I signed myself up for a half Ironman uh, about four years ago. And um, that's like a swim, I, or I'm sorry, run, bike, and swim. So I did a half Ironman. So it was 70.3 miles. Now, but so I signed myself up for this Ironman. And a big quote for me, I'm big on quotes and messages. And she believed she could, so she did, right? Yeah. And so um, I'll never forget taking the escalator up at Nordstrom. And this was years after I, I stopped working there. And I came up the escalator and it was a Lorna Jane um, muscle tank. And she had the quote, she believed she could, so she did. And so for me, it was coming up that escalator and seeing and just knowing where my mind was. I was like, I want to do this Ironman, but I don't know if I can. And I don't know if I mentally can, can handle this to train myself to do it. And then I read that quote on that t-shirt. 
And for me in that moment, that quote, those words on a t-shirt were what I needed to give me that push to sign up for the Ironman. So, and so I finished that Ironman. It took me like seven hours to do it. I mean, obviously I'm not signing up to win it, but crossing that finish line, I've never done something like that. I've never competed like that. And so I crossed that finish line and I wore, you get like a t-shirt for finishing one. And I must have wore that t-shirt, I'm not kidding, for about two weeks nonstop. I wore it to bed. I wore it to work out to the point where my family was like, mom, are you ever going to take that shirt off? But, <laughs> but for me, it was that was also like earning that shirt and wearing that shirt proudly with that Ironman logo on it and 70.3 miles. Like I earned that. And every time I put that shirt on, I walked a little taller. I remembered what I did. I remember what I was capable of physically. And that just kind of gave me that push that I needed to, to start the brand. And so that's another reason why I, I stick with messages or I create words that I think when another woman, she will share her story and she'll say, because I had on my you know sweaty swagger, because I saw that life was sweaty, work it out. That is why I did it. Like, you know, I didn't start the brand just to sell a few t-shirts. Like it, it, I feel that it is my purpose in my gut and in my soul that I was put on this earth to empower women through my clothing, through, um, you know, my messages, through my public speaking, through my motivation. And some people do it through comedy. Some people do it through voice. Some people do it through art, you know, and I just think I meant to do it through my, my, my t-shirts and, and everything that comes with it. Which is just so important because we need those reminders, all of us. And just look at you with, it took that one final reminder to push yourself to go, I, if I believe I can do that, I probably can. And then you did it. You took that risk. You took that leap. And then the sense of satisfaction that you were able to feel, which elevates your self-esteem and your self-concept. And then you walk around going, well, if I can do an Ironman, I wonder what else I can do, right? I guess I can launch a, a clothing company. There's those moments in life where we just push ourselves And when we do, when I defended my dissertation, I'll never forget, probably never more nervous in my entire life (laughs) than standing up in front of my professors and defending, you have to do an oral defense of your research project. And it's enormous and it's it's the most daunting process I've ever been through. And I remember, of course, I walked out of the room. My best friend was in my office waiting for me. She couldn't be in there. That's very private and everything. And I just walked in the door and sat down and just started sobbing. It was just that emotional release of all that mm-hmm. nerves and just that freaking out. And she's like, oh my gosh, did it go badly? I'm like, no, it went great, but I'm just <laughs> letting down. But it was that that moment. I look back to it whenever I give a, give a speech now or I, just everything is like, well, it's not going to be as bad as defending my dissertation. So anything else <laughs> is going to be gravy. I mean, really, when you have those moments, it's a, it's a gift to yourself that you carry with you that no one can ever take away from you. And so for you to be putting these sorts of motivational messages, we need those reminders no matter what, because we're going to have those days when it we, we really just need someone to go, hey, girl, don't forget. Don't forget what you're made of. Because left our own devices, we will start slipping into those negative spaces. And so it's great. Like you said, some people do it through comedy. Some people do it through motivational speaking. You're doing it through reminding women of, of what they're made of and what they're about and that they can, in fact, persevere. And you're reminding them through your clothing. So it's, it's, we need all these different ways to encourage and empower one another. Awesome. And just uh, your example of your uh, dissertation, it, every little thing is leading up to that really big sweaty moment because 
So really it's just about a whole, it's a lifestyle, it's a culture, it's a mindset and, uh, and it's a clothing line. <laughs> yeah. Give us a couple other of, of your favorite phrases that go on some of your shirts. Yeah. So one of the ones I just released, uh, like last week, I'm testing out some new collections and it's been selling really well. And I said, I do a lot with self-love. And so one of the most recent ones was, and this is what it says on the shirt. It says the, the greatest love story of all is the one we have with ourselves. So that's a self-love, um, essence there. And so another one that I'm working on is, uh, that I kind of like the way it sounds and it's, uh, you know, I fell in love with a girl. Turns out I've known her my whole life. Um, self-love. Yeah. Um, and then a great. lot of times I'll do stuff that play on the brand name, like put on a shirt. And I know there's like, there's my gym shirt and you're, this is my drinking shirt or wine drinking shirt. But I love this one because my daughter brought it to me and she goes, mom, you need to put on there. Uh, this is my sweat shirt and it's on a tank top. And it's just meant to make you think that, yeah, this is my sweat shirt, you know, whether it's physically sweating or, um, emotionally sweating. Um, you know, I want to see you sweat today. Dan invented it because I kept burning my tongue on my black coffee. And then we realized the perfecter could do so much more. It's the only way to brew coffee or tea and then immediately ice it for iced coffee or iced tea without watering down the flavor. It also brings bourbon to a perfect chill, again, without diluting it or bruising the flavor notes. But my favorite application, wine. The Perfector takes your room temperature red to the recommended low 60s in just 20 seconds. And as a bonus, the Perfector aerates your vintage as well. Check out all the Perfector's applications, including bringing white wine to its most flavorful temperature at drinkperfection.com. Love and Life listeners can use promo code PODCAST at checkout for 20% off your Perfector. And then I do a lot with the kindness, right? The tw- on the 21st, we share kindness. And uh, that's truly about that connection that we have with each other. And I've seen the benefits from um, some of the acts that we've done. Sometimes we do really big community acts. Uh, recently in October, we had about 40, 50 people in our community that came out. and We made uh, chemo relief baskets. Uh, obviously, you know, cancer is a, a sensitive subject for me and one that lays on my lays on my heart. And so we donated uh, 80 of these chemo relief bags that not only included the essentials like the socks and hand sanitizers and lotions and hard candies that also included, um, we had a survivor that wrote uh, her personal testimony. She's like a six-time cancer survivor and that went into every single bag. And then everybody that participated hand wrote notes too. So a lot of times the kindness acts revolve around um, not the monetary, you know, it's great if you can write a check to a charity that you love and you support. And that's awesome that we can, if you can give that way, but this is again about sweating. And so the sweat really runs into the kindness because I want you, I want to inspire you to create more opportunities to sweat by sharing kindness. And that sometimes is just about lifting your eyes off the ground and connecting with the people you're walking past, sharing a smile, holding the door, give the compliment because you never know when it may be needed and you never know how your little act can impact someone else. So it's just about being more intentional, more purposeful. Sometimes it starts with looking in the mirror and whether you say it out loud or just stay there long enough to find the things we love about what we see in the mirror instead of focusing on the things that we need to change. And, you know, and that's a lot where um, the kindness stems from as well. Yeah. And I love you talked about being intentional. I was reading this book about how to not raise entitled kids 
when you have the means to give your kids so much, it's easy to do so and then fall prey to not allowing your kids to, like we were talking about earlier, like how good you felt about yourself for pushing through that Iron Man, how good I felt about myself for being able to defend my dissertation. So when parents deny kids those challenges, opportunities to show themselves what they're made of, they actually are robbing from their children the ability to to develop their own coping mechanisms and also their own self-esteem. And also because everything comes easy, they tend to not value anything. So this intentional, we think as parents, oh, we'll just model it and kids will absorb it. No, no, no. We have to be intentional. They talked about having a value of every month. So if it was trust or being trustworthy rather, or if it was honesty, they would plaster around the house quotes about honesty. The word was up there. They would have maybe a Bible verse or something. They would connect it to something just to help kids understand. Mom and dad also have to be mindful and intentional Mm -hmm. to act out our values. So on the 21st, you guys are intentional and you say, okay, what am I about? What do I claim to believe in? Let me go and act that out. Let Let my behavior match my mindset which I love Mm -hmm. that. And we need that. It's great for instilling values into children, but it's also great for all of us to just go, okay, I say I believe this. What am I doing about it? Yeah. And I think too, like touching on that same note there, I think, you know, with uh, the most recent one we did with the chemo relief baskets, you know, we had um, one of the local hockey teams, we had a lot of those boys come. And so some of those parents use it as an opportunity, I think, just to get their kid out of the house and didn't even really see what it was all about. But then we also had those few mothers that showed up and they showed up and they they did this with their son. Yeah. And it also is a reminder that when we give to others, there's this lovely little perk we get. We feel better about ourselves too, right? So I, there's so much about the self-love that I, of course, I'm all about self-love and self-empowerment, but sometimes it, it careens off into the space of, a self-obsession. Well, when we get out of ourselves, when we go Mm -hmm. and visit that nursing home, when we go and and go to that cancer support benefit, when we go and give of ourselves, we feel better. And that helps us have self-love. That's what kids need as well. That kids need to see you do it genuinely and you do it Mm because it's the right thing to do. And it's nice that a little perk is that you'll feel better about yourself too. Yeah. And just one last thing on the kindness thing. So the 21st of every month, like I said, I'm true to the brand. I do it every single month, no matter what. And of course, there's some 21st that I don't wake up. Not every day is the best day ever, right? I'm a happy person. I'm, I'm very satisfied and I, I have a very blessed life, you know, but there's times on the 21st that, yeah, I'm just not feeling it, you know? And I think that's when we need to do it the most to see how, Hey, it might not have the, this might not be my best day. And I might be struggling with paying a bill or some other kind of crisis that's happening in my life right now, but there's still something I can do no matter how bad I feel on that day to impact someone else. And even on your worst days, if the 21st is, that's a really bad day. Well, then that's where you need to go out more and share that kindness. Yeah, exactly. Again, it's all about pushing through. It's about just putting putting one foot in front of the other, even on those days that you're not really feeling it. So Tracy, yeah, thank you for sharing your brand and your passion and your positivity and your empowering slogans and all that you're about. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Where can everyone find you if they'd like to learn more or like to pick up some of your swag? Absolutely. So So for your listeners here too, if they visit sweatyswag.com and they shop after hearing this podcast, 
uh, they can enter in love and life 20 and they're going to receive a 20 percent uh discount on anything on the website so uh, we don't do a lot of discounts often so this is kind of like an exclusive uh, vip and a thank you for just giving me the opportunity to to share uh the brand and the message on your platform and that's a benefit uh to your to your listeners so um, sweaty swag inspired on Instagram is where you can see a lot of the product as well. Facebook is uh, sweaty swag and Twitter. We're newer to Twitter, but sweaty swag 21 is where you can find us on Twitter. So all roads lead to sweaty swag at some point. <laughs> Great. Yeah. And thanks for the promo code. We appreciate that. Awesome. The love and life hack for this week is Tracy's mantra and the theme of sweaty swag. Life is sweaty. Work it out. Thank you for joining us this week and a special thank you to my love and life community. For those of you who've joined my email list, I have more private podcast episodes coming your way, so stay tuned. And another big thank you goes out to all of you who've subscribed to Love and Life, reviewed episodes, and shared the podcast with your friends. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Take charge of your thoughts. Take charge of your life. This is Dr. Karen Anderson Abril. And until next time, make it a great week. Love and Life is produced by Tim May and hosts and executive producer, Dr. Karen Anderson Abril.